Hello, and welcome back to the reboot of the critically acclaimed, globally revered, and internationally celebrated Gem Girls podcast, now called The Immortal Frenemies, where we have turned our all-seeing gaze towards a show about three sister witches who just can't seem to get laid, aka Charmed. If you don't know me by now, you will never, never, ever, never know me, but... <laughs> Okay. Yeah, also, but it's a song. Okay. <laughs> I know it's a song. Anyways, continue. <laughs> but yeah, I'm uh, Hakuna Matinis. And I'm Orifice Jones, and today we will be discussing Charmed Season 1, Episode 7, The Fourth Sister, which, honestly, made me think that we would had already gotten to the part of the series where we're introduced to mega hot bitch Rose McGowan, Love that girl. Uh, but unfortunately, yeah. we are introduced to not a hot bitch this episode. We're introduced to a straight up bitch. Uh, because if you thought <laughs> Gem and the Holograms made you hate orphans, whoo! <laughs> wait until you get a load of this motherfucking mega orphan cunt bitch in this episode. Because like, whoo! <laughs> she's a teenage witch and she's the worst. So thus we must refer to her as Sabrina the Teenage Bitch. Bitch. Uh, seriously, we can't. With this one, and that was W I C C A N T. Uh, yeah, Aviva, I, like uh, Aviva Forever, Kill Me Now. You know what I mean? One of those. Aviva Forever. Yeah, I don't want a Aviva. I don't. Not, I don't want this I Aviva want Forever. Dinah. No. Um. Anyway. Um. So the silly sluts over at IMD, but fuck what? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyway, the silly sluts over at I Am Dumb Bitch summarize this episode a little bit more charitably, which I don't agree with. According to them, <laughs> this is the one where a troubled teenage witch comes to the sisters for help and guidance, hoping that the Hallowells will become her mentors. But it transpires that the girl is an unwitting pawn in the schemes of an evil sorceress. You know, okay, so my main gripe with the summary is that first and foremost, it does not read the witch for her... Oh, sorry. My main gripe with the summary is that, first and foremost, it does not read the bitch for her horrendous eyebrow situation. Whoa. Those eyebrows were not sisters, <laughs> friends, or even distant relatives. They were ex-best friends who got into a huge fight after the one bitch slept with the other bitch's boyfriend, and now they are on bitter terms and haven't spoken in years. Those eyebrows are on separate journeys. <laughs> on <laughs> they are not Will and Jada, all right? No, no, they are not. They are on separate journeys on different planets. Why is no one talking about that? I don't know why people aren't talking about it in the news every day. Because this is like hot stuff, hard-hitting shit. And I need to get this bitch on my screen as right now because I need to see these eyebrows. Because I guess I, I didn't clock them. Uh, we'll, we'll get there, we'll get there. We'll, honest, oh, wow, okay, yeah. One, one is a straight-up crescent, the other one is a flat line. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's her magical eyebrow, exactly. having two separate eyebrows in the same face somehow. Her Girl. face is an interdimensional vortex of sorts. Anyways, anyways, thank you for speaking on this. It's truly critical and hard-hitting. Uh, the people need to know. Though this and all eyebrow-related crimes, because we're big on eyebrows here. Uh, but the thing is, her list of crimes goes far beyond her tragic eyebrows. And believe us, Hanny, 
we will be enumerating all of the things we hate about this fucking bitch during the next hour, so strap in, mother truckers. Let's get in on this Aviva hate train, because, uh... Yes, please. The train is leaving already, the station. The train has already... It's already left. It's already left. <laughs> and there will be no stops. Oh, wow, yeah, I'm getting more pictures of her fucking eyebrows. What is happening, honey? <laughs> it's right. like she's always asking a question or joking with you. Or, like, just being kind of a smug bitch. Yeah, a smug bitch. And she's like, she's not a smug bitch. She's more of a whiny bitch, but, like, uh, you know, I don't know. She gets a little smug at times. She's, like, talking to Phoebe, like, don't love your sister, love me. It's like, bitch, who are you? Right? Yeah, she comes in hot. I mean, she's not smart enough to be smug. Yeah, that's the like, thing. Like, she doesn't do anything to be smug about. Yeah, my, my girl in the mirror, Kali, she's a smug bitch. Uh, Aviva, not so much. Callie is, um, yeah, well, let's, let's just dive right yeah, into yeah, this. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we so start, we, open. we start on the, not the titular, although she's kind of the titular, uh, fourth sister, but she's not, like, yeah. not a t- she's She not, wishes. She's not titular in the sense of, like, she got good tick game, though. So we've got to make that, uh, specification, or make that, uh, note. Anyways, she's doing... I didn't notice her tits. Yeah, they're non-existent. Her, her chest is also a concave vortex. Um, <laughs> a little much, a little much, anyway. a little much. So, to paint you wow. a picture, we get this... We get, like, we're starting on this girl, Aviva. And Aviva looks like she watched The Craft one too many times. Like, she's... Um, right. The girl with the weird name, the actress from The Craft, but, like, not a hot bitch about it. And even she, the actress, is not that hot of a bitch about it. But... Anyways, she's conjuring up some bitch named Callie in a mirror. Yes, and yes. we we get we get we learn a lot about Aviva in this sense. Like she comes from a broken home. She is watching yes. the sisters, um, yes. and this Callie woman is giving her instructions. And this is what I'm going right. to say from the get go. We've already established Aviva, dumb bitch. But one thing I think is true across. You know, all realities, all forms of media, Medea, is you never trust, <laughs> you never ever trust a white lady in a mirror. Because that bitch got into that yeah, mirror no. for some reason, and you can't trust her. No nice right, white like, lady got trapped in a mirror. Right, and this woman has, like, flames behind her and demon eyes. Yeah, I... Like, why do you think she's... She, in particular, is so hung up on these systems? Yeah, exactly. Like, like, get your act yeah, together, Yeah, Aviva, use some critical thinking skills here. And she basically even says to her in a later scene where Callie's like, yeah, I want to steal their powers, and you're going to help me do that. And she's like, okay. Right? Yeah, it just seems like... So Callie, yes, she's not exactly an orphan, but her mom is in rehab. Aviva, Aviva. I don't know if we learned this in this. Aviva, yeah. She's. I don't know if we learned this in this exact scene. I don't think so, but it may as well be said yeah. that her mom is in uh, rehab currently and she's staying with her aunt. Aunt Jackie. Um, who she's. Aunt Jackie, who she seems to have, like, sort of, like, a, a bitter, like, tense relationship with because Aunt Jackie, right, rightfully. So it's like, why are you being a weird goth creep <laughs> in your room, sitting around candles, talking to your mirror? That's true. And Jack is just like, spells. like, honey, shell, chicka, sweet. You got to get laid. Like, what are you doing in this room? Right. So she's concerned. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think as any of us would be. And this kid is, 
you know, very unpleasant. Her, she, her eyebrows are hard to look right, at. Right, right. So I can see why Aunt Jackie is not yeah. always thrilled that she's around. That is true. And they have a funny exchange. Either it's in this scene or, like, shortly mm-hmm. thereafter where Aunt Jackie comes into her room basically being like, who are you talking to? And Aviva's like, I thought this was my room. Like, what does that mean anything? And she's like, this is my apartment. Like, you're staying in my right. house, little girl. Um, right. But, I mean, yeah, Aviva's like, you always remind me of that. And it's like, well, uh, I mean, I guess maybe it is shitty to do that to a child who's, like, displaced. But at the same time, sometimes a bitch needs to be put in her place. Exactly, exactly. And it was, I also really love, this is definitely a little bit after, but we get that uh, that in- exchange between Aunt Jackie and Aviva, because Aviva's like, why haven't you talked to my mom? It would be great if she, like, knew that someone else cared about her. And Aviva goes on this long tangent about how she's just sick, it's not her fault, da-na-na-na, and Aunt Jackie just goes like, whatever, and then just walks out the room, and I'm like, damn, <laughs> AJ, cold. I mean, that is pretty ruthless. Like, this child's mother is struggling from addiction, and she's just like, she needs to get her shit together. I can't remember what she says exactly. Yeah, like... I mean, fair point. It was the one scene where I was like, maybe Aviva has a point here, because I would say for the late 90s, talking about addiction like a, um, like a physical illness, like you have a sickness, as opposed to, like, you have a personal defect, is, I would say, you know, a little ahead of its time. And that's the only... Nice thing I will say about Aviva. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it for me. Um, that's, that's it for me, yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right um, so, um, at some point we cut to a different scene with um, I don't know who because honestly this part of my notes is missing. We go to so we... the first five the first five minutes of the show. I just don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't have notes for it. So you take keep the it wheel, a profesh. Keep it a profesh up in the pod. Uh, so after the... You did it last time, bitch. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, so <laughs> after we cut from Aviva, we go to the Hallowell Manor, and we learn that their cat is missing, uh, whose yes. name I forget. It's Kit. 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 Yeah, Kit's it's missing. Kit. Uh, Leo is working, I don't know, on a chimney for some reason, I think looking for the cat, and Piper and Phoebe are ogling his glutes. And honestly, yeah, yes. Leo had a nice ass. I'm not saying it's uh, it's not un, uh, unwarranted. And yes, but my question is, did Leo just magically appear? Was he so uh, introduced in a previous episode? It, because I feel like yeah, he just appeared. It's one of those things where I think it really demonstrates how some of the episodes were aired out of order. Because I think at the end of the second episode, or maybe the third episode we get a very quick introduction of Leo. He's like, oh, he's the handyman. Here he is. And then we don't see him for, like, four episodes. And then we see him here, like, we're supposed to know who he is. Uh, So, yeah, Leo's the handyman that he's been tasked with, you know, fixing the pipes, metaphorical and physical. (laughs) Yeah, he's laying the pipe, honey. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Except he's not. He's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that is the, but the, the, late, the women's basements are flooded. Exactly. For that pipe. Because Phoebe and Piper <laughs> basically are like, oh, well, I guess it's a contest now. And uh, yes. I did want to point out, because I will give mad props. Her name isn't Allison Hannigan. The, the actress who plays Phoebe. Alyssa Milano. Uh, Alyssa Milano. Very similar names. Anyways, um, <laughs> no. 
Alyssa Milano has, like, really good arm definition. I thought she was, like, really serving some hot guns, like, coming out in her little, like, uh, tank top or whatever. I was like, damn, Alyssa Milano keeping fit. Yeah, she has a nice body. She has nice tits, too. Um, if I were Leo, I would probably go for her. Yeah, but Piper, you know, has, like, a, a whole, like, he's, he's bringing, she's bringing her cinnamon buns and food and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, Piper is being very forward. Um, he, she pours Leo a big glass of milk and cuts him some pie. Um, Which I also have to, I just have to, like, you know, call out if you want to rewind your Strinezes and looking at this weird cinnamon bun situation that Piper is pulling out of an oven. Like, bitch, that didn't come out of an oven. You gotta let cinnamon buns rest. It looked like she took it out of the microwave, but that might be because I might be because I'm watching it on daily motion. It's so res- oh, low yeah. resolution. Oh, honey, you I might as well just thought it was a pie some pie. Yeah, you might as well just close your eyes because <laughs> it's gonna be the same thing. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so when Phoebe comes in hot and like starts hitting on him, Prue is like. Yo, you know, like, Piper has a thing for this guy. Maybe lay off him a little bit. Because, you know, Piper's just a little bit, you know, dowdy and sad. Let her have this one. Yeah, it's true. And I guess it's kind of nice that Piper, or no, Prue says that to Phoebe. But also a little depressing. Right. But there's also a backstory here, which we learn. And that is... uh. Phoebe cheats, not cheats, but, like, steals her boyfriend. Right, right. Because remember, from the first episode, we had that thing about, like, we learned Phoebe may or may not have hooked up with a guy named Roger that Prue used to date. I don't think this is ever resolved. Right. Uh, And the argument basically is Prue thinks Roger hooked up with Phoebe because that's what Roger said. But Phoebe is adamant that no, that did not happen. Which I think is interesting that Prue does not believe her sister. And then Piper brings up some, like, boy from, like, eighth grade that Phoebe made out with that Piper had dibs on. To which Piper has a line where she's, like, because Phoebe was, like, I was in eighth grade. Like, I I couldn't have been, like, you know, smothering with my breasts. And Piper says, Phoebe, you've always had breasts. And (laughs) I didn't know what that meant. Right? Like, as a four-year-old, she had honking... Honking Hooters. Yeah, exactly. All the boys were coming to the yards with those milkshakes when she was, like, four. (laughs) Right? Maybe she meant breasts in a metaphorical sense. I assume so. Right? Like, she just is very titillating. Yeah, she is titular. (laughs) It's so true. Um, So, basically, after this whole exchange, we cut back to Aviva... Who's writing in her diary? Oh my god! Basically, being like, "Dear diary, life sucks." <sighs> that was that was the worst. I was like, "You're really gonna dear diary it, you dumb bitch!" Like for real. Right, and this is where her aunt busts in and is like, "What the fuck are you doing in yeah, here?" Yeah. Uh, and this and... is where we also get the mom is in rehab, and AJ's like, "Whatever," and just leaves the room. Iconic. <laughs> I'm gonna say iconic. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm a fan of Aunt Jackie. Oh, yeah. She's like she has no time. AJ's really holding it down. Uh she's a she's a single lady who's got shit to do and taking care of her niece is not one of them. <laughs> she reminds me of that old like matron lady in Gem of the Hologram. Yes, she really Or was does. it the one the 
the one who dropped off um, that drugged up thing. Yes, yes. Uh, um, and and she was like, oh, my mom died, and like, and now I have no one. And she's like, okay, goodbye. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Not my problem no more. I clock over at six <laughs> and it's five fifty nine. <laughs> I fucking love the disregard for, like, the perils and the plights and the whatever of orphans. But it's just, like, the real world, and that's what I really appreciate. Yeah, it's like, you know, people might be like, oh, that's so sad, and then do nothing. Which is most of It's better to just, like, right. Exactly. It's better to just, like, be a bitch about it. Yeah, you might as well just pile it on, because, like, listen, they're already orphans. Right. It's a hard world out there for them, honey. Yeah. Uh, you all watch Annie. You know what it's like. Exactly. And Oliver Twist. Oh, yeah, sure. Like uh, Christmas Carol? That doesn't have Please, sir, may, you have, may I have some more? No, you may not. Yeah, you dumb little kid. Go back into, like, the fucking mines. <laughs> I actually saw a great meme where it was 1920s. <laughs> children are banned from the mines. 2020. Kids can't stop playing <laughs> Minecraft. The kids crave the mines. Right, like, let's bring them let's back. Let's bring them back. They're already mining in, like, the 3D VR world. We might as well have them mining in the 2D world, too. I agree. The 2D world? That's what we're in, right? <laughs> the 3D world. All right. Michael, remember when your mom said you weren't 5D, you were... What did no, 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 say? no, 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 like bitch. Four? I was cussing. <laughs> I know, she said I was five-dimensional. And then Garfield was like... No, I don't know about that. She's like, no, 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 Yeah, he's cusping four to fifth dimensions. <laughs> and then she said to my brother, like, oh, yeah, third dimension. <laughs> and, like, is she wrong? The answer's no. I just want to know what she meant by that. To this day, I have never gotten an explanation. <laughs> Me and my brother, the rest of the summer, were like, yeah, you just don't get it because you're in the third dimension. Like, us fifth dimensionals. You don't have to explain these things. You're a cusper, relax. <laughs> yeah, a fourth on fifth cusper. I feel like I've made it to the fifth already. Like, I, that was a year ago. Uh, I don't know if it works like that. I don't know. I don't know if, like, that timeline. I don't know how it works, so you got me there. <laughs> anyway, so we cut to Prue and Andy, who are attempting a date. Yes. So it's uh, one of the themes of this episode is how Andy is becoming fed up with how uh, Prue always needs to abandon him during their dates and then won't give an explanation for Which it. Which is, I think, very uh, valid. If the person I was dating course. every single time we had plans was like, oh, something came up and I can't tell you, so sorry, I would be pretty frustrated. Yeah, I would... Definitely dump them, especially if they're not even like throwing that pussy. Exactly. Like, excuse me. What are what is there to be gained from this? Right. So they're at the video store, and the idea is like, oh, we're gonna pick up like a hot flick to make out to and bone or whatever. Um, <laughs> to which the uh, very helpful attendant is like, oh, you guys have video paralysis, which I think is kind of an interesting concept that doesn't exist anymore because video stores don't exist. Uh, but one could relate to, like, scrolling paralysis on Netflix. Like, you know how you always was just searching for someone, but ne- something, but never actually commit to watching anything? Thank you for that, Michael. Yes, we're all familiar with that. Wow. Yeah, to... Prue, Prue is a, Prue, Prue is a flipper. Yeah, oh, you're yeah. Like, you're no, a flipper, she, No, but she isn't a flipper. <laughs> she isn't a flipper. It's weird when she be flipping. Oh, she... Oh, okay, she isn't a flipper. Okay. <laughs> 
God. Anyways, uh, Andy Trudeau is mad because he hasn't gotten laid in a while, and he makes a comment of, it doesn't really matter what we pick, we're really not going to get to watch her anyways. And Prue takes it as like a, oh, I guess you're expecting to get some action tonight. And he's like, no, because every time we make plans, you got to fuck off, and that's how it's going to go. Uh, yeah. To which Prue says like, oh no, we're going to get hot and steamy. Uh, spoiler alert, they do not get hot and steamy. Right, yeah, they choose the movie Body Heat, and spoiler alert, no bodies are heating up. Except they are, but not between them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Someone is making heat rise <laughs> via their weird demonic powers, but not between, yeah, and you know, we're not, there's no fornication, if you will. Yeah, it's Callie. Callie, the mirror bitch, has fire powers. Right, which she bestowed to Aviva. Yes. And um, basically, in the next scene, Aviva conjures Callie, who's basically like, go to the Hallowell sisters, um, gain their trust to enter their coven, um, and basically use the cat as pretext to enter their house. So um, Callie conjures the cat. No, I think the, the cat was like locked in fucking Aviva's closet or something, and a door opens. Uh, and- right, but... But how? Well, did she I am, kidnap the cat a while ago? I am, yeah, I, the understanding I got was Kali told Aviva to go steal that motherfucking cat. We'll put it into this fucking closet. You can't open the door until I let you? I don't know. Um, and, then, and then that's what led to this. Right. So, yeah, she is basically on her way to give the cat back. Um, we have another scene with Piper and Leo, which I guess is, like, what, the C plot of this? Yeah, so... Because... Yeah, if, if Aviva's the A plot and Prue and Andy are the B plot, then Piper and Leo slash kind of Phoebe are the C plot. Yeah, so, okay, it's a yeah, C plot. It seems... It's such a weird C plot. I feel like, um, every episode, <clears throat> there's, like, the supernatural element and their foes. And then there's also something about their love life, which always seems to be in shambles no matter what. But they have each other. Yeah, I I think you know? I'm just more into, like, I just don't care about the Prue and Andy of it all. Like, I think that's, that as the, like, no. the anchor relationship, I'm excited for when we get a little bit more focus on Piper and Leo. Because I'm here for Piper and Leo. I think they're adorable. I think Leo's a cutie. Right. I just, I would be more interested in Prue and Andy if... Um, and I can't remember if this ever does come to light for Andy, but I want him to know that she is a witch. Because we, as a viewer, know, as the viewers, we know that Andy does believe in this stuff and isn't judgmental of it. So I just, yeah, I need her to stop being such a, a lying bitch or, like, for them to break up because it's getting Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure in either the next episode or a couple episodes, we basically get that. Uh, in a, you know, kind of turnabout way, like, Prue does a spell where if you say something to someone in 24 hours, they'll forget as, like, a test on Andy. Um, to which we'll get there. You know what? We'll get there. Because I think she handles the point. Anyways, back to the here and now. (laughs) And the here and now is, like, I don't know, September, or no, 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 I guess it would be, like, November 15th, 1998. Uh, one of us could have looked up the air date of this, but we didn't. Um, yeah, it should have been me, have, but I should have done been. Anyways, we learn that, like, yeah, Viva comes through with Kit the Cat. 
ringing on their doorbell basically saying, yeah, I just found him, and already snares herself in her web of lies because she says, uh, oh yeah, I gave him food before I got here. Uh, and then Phoebe's like, wait, I thought you just said that you just found him. And she's like, oh no, I gotta walk this back because I'm obviously lying. And yeah. terrible, 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 terrible. Liar. And then we get this, I think like Prue gets home and she's like, what the fuck are you all doing here? Because Piper was on her way up to go see a movie, potentially with Leo. And now this Aviva girl is there and now Andy's in the mix and they're all in the living room. And then Aviva starts being like super sus and is like, oh, I'm a witch. Let's go light some fires and pop this popcorn. And uh, that right. devolves into a, oh, Andy, you got to go and we got to fucking pick this up, I guess. Yeah, and, like, a freezing, like, uh, Aviva shoots a fireball, does she? To, like, prove her powers No, I think, I think she just, and then, in this one, she just, like, uh, pops the popcorn that is in Andy's hand with her heat powers. Right, okay, so she pops the popcorn, yes, and then uh, Piper freezes time, and then they're, like, you know, Prue's like, you need to get the fuck out of here. Because I guess Prue misguidedly brought Andy over to her place, the Hallowell Manor, for a date. Which, honestly, I don't understand. Because she tries to do yeah, it again I know, just go later to in Andy's this episode. House. I know. And, like, if you're not trying to have your date be interrupted and you want privacy, go to the gu- guy's house who yeah. lives alone. I don't understand this uh, issue. Dude. I guess, I mean... I'll give her some space, at least the first time, because it was understood, apparently, that Piper and Phoebe were going to be out of the house. That's why it's such a surprise that they're all there. Anyways, uh, they shoo Aviva out while damage controlling with Leo and uh, Andy. And we go back to Aviva, and I do appreciate this conversation that between Aviva and Callie. Because Callie, like, knows that Prue's the worst. She's basically like, hey, Prue's awful. <laughs> Don't try with her. Go for Phoebe because she's, like, kind of a nice one and, like, is looking for someone to connect with. And I'm watching them constantly through all of mirrors. So I'm really creepy about it. Right. Yeah. She knows the whole situation, yeah. honey. She, like, full tea, like, she is aware. She has the receipt. Um, yeah. And Callie, when Aviva questions, like, why do we care so much about these, these witches in particular... Callie explains that Hallowell magic is old and very powerful, and that she wants yeah. it. she's basically like, if and I don't, get, if I don't new... get it now, I'm never gonna get it. And it's like... Yeah, if if I don't get it now, I will never, never, never Yeah, and it's like, it. Aviva, there are some, she's <laughs> dropping some hints here. It's like, maybe now this bitch who's trapped in a mirror isn't on the level. Yeah, she's clearly nefarious. Um, so yeah, basically the plan is to make Phoebe cover, covet her power, and, um, then Callie will get what she wants, which is the powers of the Hallowell sister, sisters, and Aviva will get a family that she never had. I do appreciate Uh, the orphan manipulation. It's pretty good. Right? Callie knows her stuff. Um, She's watched Gemini holograms. Right? That's where all the orphan intel it's, comes from. Like, that's only what you yeah, really Yeah, if you need. want to know how to, like, really fuck up an orphan's mind, watch Joe and the Holograms. It's a crash course. <laughs> and how to exploit them, yeah, too, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For your own personal benefit, if not that of your media empire. 
Um, so, <laughs> Leo and Piper kind of have a date, because they meet at Quake at one point, right? And they kind of have, like, a lunch date? Yeah, on the under the pretext of, uh, I what was it, Leo needing... Yeah, Leo needed to, like, show her stain samples for yeah. the wood in her I'll house. show you the stain samples and on my Piper... wood, baby. How about that? <laughs> you get your stain sample in and around right? my mouth. How about that? Yeah, my brown stain. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Oh. <laughs> on my yeah, wood yeah, yeah, from your butt. Um, so... Yeah, Piper's like, oh, why don't we discuss this over lunch or whatever? And in this scene, it's kind of funny because, like, um, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. But Piper offers her food and and, uh, and they're talking and she's like, explains that she's a manager or whatever. And then he's like, does Phoebe work here? And Piper's like, oh, no. I mean, like, she's probably with her, like, gay and lesbian group Yes, now. I <laughs> love that. I love that. Mainly because it's, like, the 90s and, like, everyone still hated gay people, which is apparently now back in vogue. Um, yeah. Mainly because, one, Aviva's serving, you know, goth lesbian. Let's call a spade a spade. Uh, and we do get a very fun interaction later between Leo and Phoebe where Leo's like, Hey, are you in Aviva? Like, uh... And, like, he doesn't... He can't really get the words out. He's like, hey, you know what? Whatever. Don't worry about it. Um, mainly because Aviva and Phoebe yeah. are like, spending a lot of time in their room alone with the door closed. Yeah. Yes, it's, yeah. Their, their whole thing, like, I think Phoebe is kind of an idiot, to be honest. Like, Prue, yes, she's a bitch, but also she's always right. Yeah, I hate that about her. Uh, yeah. You know? But, I mean, she doesn't have to be such a bitch about it, but, like, Phoebe, you know, brings Aviva in shows her the house, gives her a whole tour, um, starts blabbing on about the competition between her and Piper over Leo. Um, and uh, Phoebe, like, at this point, kind of acquires how Aviva knows that they're yeah, witches. which should have been your first um, question. Right. And, yeah, Aviva spins some sort of tale about having a teacher who is, like, her mom, um, because she views... Callie as a mother figure, which is hilarious because she's a mirror bitch. <laughs> like an evil, an evil mirror demon <laughs> who's like trying to exploit you. But like, you. listen, like, I mean, um, not to like, you know, poke fun at <laughs> substance users, but like, hey, uh, lesser of two evils? I, I guess so. At least she's yeah, there. In a mirror. You know what but I mean? like, hey, take what you can get. <laughs> Um, and she's basically like, yeah, this this woman, this mother, this teacher of mine is a witch or a high priestess. Yeah, she literally says like, or like, and she's Phoebe... like, high priestess or something. <laughs> I actually don't know because uh, let's not talk about that part. So Phoebe, is it like, what the fuck? Who is this high priestess who has been telling Aviva about yeah. us? She's like, oh, I'd love to meet her sometime. Okay, um, and then they go to Phoebe's room, and um, she shows her her power, right. which I think it's an interesting of like generating. Yeah, I think it's heat. an interesting spin because Aviva is like, oh, it's the power of heat. Your hands are like the sun, um, 
it's like, oh, also you shoot fireballs. It's, you know, <laughs> one sounds like very like, you know, oh, how nice. Other one's like, oh, I, I guess you'll burn alive. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's not, I mean, the sun is like a bunch of explosions, That right? is true, yeah. It's like nuclear fission yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Oppenheimer. Like over and over and over again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. It's Oppenheimer a made thing. it. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's actually the sun is actually hot exactly. pink, but you can't see that with your yeah, naked with your, eye. Only the Lord eyeballs can see the true pinkness of the sun. Um, Aviva um, though, throughout this like conversation with Phoebe, because she's trying to like brainwash Phoebe, is like projecting and Jackie onto Prue, and is basically like, oh no, Phoebe, like do what I say and. Da, 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 da. It's like, can you kick this little girl out of your house, please? Right. I mean, at, at one point, she says something particularly rude, like calls Prue mm. a bitch or something. And, and uh, Phoebe's like, what? Like, why are you saying that? Relax. <laughs> um, are you like evil <laughs> or something secretly? Yeah. Another thing that I loved from this scene in particular is when Aviva puts on black lipstick oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. um and and then she's like oh the lipstick is basic black the color of it's my like, soul fuck off you little girl. okay <laughs> like who do you listen to Good yeah Charlotte? exactly like Alexa's on fire much <laughs> simple plan <laughs> like yeah because her plan be really simple uh I appreciate Phoebe <laughs> I mean I appreciate Oh, I was going to say, like, oh, um, Callie's designs were pretty grand, but yeah, this Aviva has simple, exactly. yeah, simple yeah, plans. Yeah, yeah. Aviva's, she's a simpleton. Um, but, no, I liked Phoebe's response of basically being like, no, it's not. Like, shut the fuck up. Right. Um, like, oh, you're just, you're just a normal teenager. Like, get over yourself. Um, so, Andy comes back. Uh, to the to the house for some reason. Why is he still coming here? Just go yeah, meet like, at your house like, or Andy, go stop out. Coming there if you're not coming there. You know what I mean? Exactly. Stop coming back coming if you're not um, front. Coming forward. <laughs> I don't know. Coming in there the back. There you go. Yeah. Stop coming back if you ain't coming in the back. Cause honey, stop coming. Yeah. Stop back exactly. That's not how Stella got her groove, Scott Bagula. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> and Andy, yeah, he won't get his no, groove, Scott Bagula. Um, so, yeah, he's like, oh, like, what's going on in here? Like, another rain check? Um, and Prue is obviously like, who, like, Viva, why the fuck are you in here again? Um... And Aviva's, like, yeah. a huge bitch about it, and it's like, hey, maybe not being super antagonistic to, like, I don't know, one of the people you're trying to win over isn't going to help you in your goal. No. I mean, especially being so super antagonistic to, like, the sister of, of the people you're trying to win over, even if you're, like, at this point, like, Prue needs to be destroyed, which is what Callie uh, basically says, like, you know, if there was no Prue, Phoebe would be on our side by now. Uh, Eva flat out says she hates Prue and wishes she was dead. 
Like, this doesn't look good to prove, or Piper and Phoebe, right? Like, they're her Yeah, it's sister. like, listen, I hate like, the bitch, but I don't want to, like, burn her alive. <laughs> anyway, so we're, um, we're reaching the, um, we're towards the end of the episode now. I think, like, everyone's catching wind on, like, kind of what's going on. I feel like Phoebe is like, oh, okay, Aviva, you're fucking weird. And you hate my sister so much that yeah. maybe there's something so, going on here. Even Aunt Jackie is catching wind of what's happening because in this scene where she's talking to Callie and she's basically like, I fucking hate Prue. Like, we need to do something about her. Like, fucking destroy this bitch. Her aunt busts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh-huh, same, uh-huh, but uh-huh. also I don't want you specifically to have that win. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Um, her aunt busts yeah, into yeah, the yeah. room and wants to know why she skipped school. And then she looks around and she sees all this can these candles on the ground, um, you know, like weird witch stuff. And um, Aviva is like, "Get out of my room or else!" And then Callie lights her on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's listen. We love our AJ, but like AJ falls down the stairs like a really <laughs> dumb lady. She's just like. Oh, oh, this fire, hello, right. stairs! Uh, and then really tumbles on yeah, her face pretty hard. Yeah, it's like people forget to stop, drop, and roll. Duh. Yeah, like, Although, duh. if I run... And, like, stop, drop, and don't roll down <laughs> a fucking flight of stairs. I mean, she ended up with a broken arm and something. A concussion. She didn't die of, like, being on fire. Yeah, yeah, so at least yeah, yeah. she, you know, didn't burn alive. Yeah, she put the fire out with her face <laughs> hitting against a bunch of stairs repeatedly. So we'll give it to her. Um, anyway, Aviva's really shaken by this whole thing because as much as she hates Aunt Jackie, she really is her only family that's still present. And she doesn't yeah. want her to die, even though I'm sure Aunt Jackie wants her to die. But anyway. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. It's a little different. Yeah, so she's taken away on a gurney. She's in the hospital. um, And basically, Callie's like, what did you tell the police? And then Aviva says, "Um, I just said that the candle caught her on, like, caught on her clothes. And she she caught on fire. And then she fell down the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) Mix. I mean, (laughs) it happens all the time. Um... Classic candles, right. right? Classic candles are always out to get you. <laughs> They're always lighting you on fire by the flights of stairs. So, right, exactly. That's why I don't have candles. I don't want to fall downstairs and bash my head in. Yeah, I don't need the candelabra lobby coming from me. Big candle. The candelabra. Big candle. <laughs> Big Candelabra. That's a good one. I don't know what that is. I mean... <laughs> Me neither, I mean, but it sounds really big. Big more of a thing in, like, you know, like the 1800s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I... That being said, though, I think Big Candle still lives in our world today, if only for the fact that, like, they're claiming every scent imaginable. Like, if you ever wanted to know what... I don't know, soft pine summer sunset 
in Cincinnati smells right. like, there's a candle for I that. I think we had one in undergrad called Angel Whispers, which I found really funny <laughs> and never forgot. <laughs> like, sure, okay, Angel Whispers. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know um, what that smells like. And it's always like, you know, $35 for a candle now. Dude, I know. Like, big candles, they have, they've got their wicks in a lot of pies, which right. is a mixing metaphor. But there's a reason why. I mean, a lot of the candles do smell like pie. That is so true. I love a good... Uh, do you prefer a a food-based scent, a setting-based scent, or a concept-based scent? A la <laughs> Probably a concept-based scent. Yeah, it's funny because it's yeah, like, yeah. what? Uh, like, I didn't know that, you know, um, pre-adolescent angst mixed with grade 7 melodrama smelled like, you know, rose petal right. licorice. Exactly. Or like, um... <laughs> like the stress of, of uh, sleeping with your your best friend's boyfriend. Um, what does that smell like? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, cheating on your driver's <laughs> ed course, even though there's no stakes, but you just want to get the top marks in the class because there's that other bitch who's really been sputtering her mouth off. I know exactly what it smells like. What does it smell like? Oh, it smells like light B.O. mixed with, I'm going to say some, like, Madras for, like, oh you know, a little God, bit of flavor. Michael. Plus, I would say an undertone of corn. <laughs> and rubber, obviously. Good Lord. Anyway, so, to move on, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. basically, um, Callie lays it straight, like, go to the Hallowell sisters' place. Use your powers to take Prue's place um, in the power of three. And she adds on, don't disappoint me. Right. Which is powerful coming from yeah. a maternal don't figure. Don't fuck Yeah, and she's in a mirror, so it's like extra. So. Something. So Aviva goes to their place and um, she has this whole speech and I don't know who's listening to it, to be honest. <laughs> but Because, <she, laughs> honey, I wasn't like, listening. I know Prue doesn't like me, but I don't have anyone else in the world. And at this point, I'd be like, who are you? Why do you... Why is that my problem? Yeah, like, I met you 12 hours ago. Um, so, yeah, so... Prue isn't here when this is happening. When she goes to the house, she tells Piper and Phoebe, like, look, I know Prue doesn't like me. I have nowhere else to go. This happened to my aunt. Again, tells a lie about what happens to her. And they let her stay over. Right. Which is so stupid to me. Really dumb. If only for the fact of, like, I don't know. You guys, it's we're like seven episodes in. You guys should know that Literally everyone yeah. is coming for you. So during this whole time, I think Prue is sleeping and Aviva, like in the middle of the night, goes into the hallway and creeps up and 
up to Prue's bedroom and opens the door and is in the middle of, like, conjuring a fireball to, like, fucking murk her. And when Piper's like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> and she's like, oh. Hey, you <laughs> trying like, to oh, burn my sister alive? to the bathroom. And Piper's like, okay. Uh, yeah, meanwhile, her hands are out, <laughs> like, in a fireball shape. Like, it looks like she's going to kill her. <laughs> yeah, she has a clawed hand looking like she's conjuring... Right. No, nothing nice. So, Prue escaped that. Um, and at some point, um, Phoebe has a vision. Okay. She goes to the hospital. Okay. Well, I, I, mean, I think these things happen, like, kind of contemporaneously, where Prue is going to the hospital for Aunt Jackie, and she's kind of getting a read on the situation, and she learns... I kind of forget what Aunt Jackie says, but I think Prue gets enough intel to basically be like oh okay some shady shit's happening here i think this bitch stole my cat and right she is not to be trusted um and phoebe yeah has this premonition of of uh, aviva chucking yeah, a fireball at, at somebody yeah so she oh, has a Pru- full-on vision yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so and uh yeah. and jackie lets prue search her house like, search uh, Aviva's room for evidence. Oh, right. And she basically, like, finds, like, sees all the candles on the ground. Like, briefly, in the mirror, there's a flicker of the demon lady. And then she finds a diary um, that says, basically, like, she wants to destroy Prue and become one of the Hallowell sisters. <laughs> Dear Diary, I hate this bitch, Prue. I want to cut off her face and wear it. Yeah. Um, Pretty yeah, yeah. Like, basically, like, how they want to, how she wants to take over the Hallowell coven with Callie. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, what happens next? So, yeah, so... Prue and Phoebe both know that Aviva's, like, you know, not on the level. And they try to, like, kind of coordinate, and Prue's like, don't let Aviva out of your sight. And Phoebe's like, yeah, no, I won't, because she's going to, like, hurl a fireball at you. Um, And I forget exactly how it happens, but, like, like, the fireball that is meant for Prue, Piper freezes? Uh, no, the fireball that's meant for Prue, Piper walks in. No, oh, Phoebe. It hits, it, no, it's Phoebe walks in instead. And she gets burned, and she's like, yo, Aviva, one, I already knew what you're gonna do, because I can see the future. And two, you know, you just fucking burned me. Like, what the fuck did you do that for? Right. And so they have, like, a big falling out, and this is where Aviva goes back to Mirror Mom, <laughs> and... I, this is also, like, a real dumb bitch move. Because Aviva's like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I hurt Phoebe. And Kali's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, sure, 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 sure. Why don't you just <laughs> touch the mirror? And I'll just take those bad powers away. Why don't you just touch the mirror? Well, she's like, Kelly said, aren't you going to say goodbye? And, like, she wants oh. her to reach out and touch her to say goodbye. Like, she reaches out her arm, and Kelly's like, or Aviva's like, okay, and reaches out her arm to touch Callie. Well, that's even, that's dumber than the thing yeah. I said. And then instead of, like, going away, Callie possesses her. 
Yeah, she fucking takes over her body. Yeah. So then we cut to the Hallowell Manor, and Aviva, like, fucking storms in. Aviva as Callie, or Callie as Aviva, right. and just, like, Callie starts Aviva, throwing yeah. mad fireballs. She doesn't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> yeah. She is fire starting the party. And honestly, I mean? this was the only time I liked Aviva. Me too. Me too. Like, she had a demonic voice, she had the crazy eyes, she was hurling fireballs. <laughs> uh, it was a good look. Yeah, she gave no fucks. Um... And then Piper, like, quickly freezes time, which works on Callie, but not on Aviva. So, uh... Which is confusing, though, because is Aviva a witch or isn't she? So, yeah, true. Because I thought the only reason that Aviva had any witch powers was through Callie, but it turns out Callie will freeze, but not Aviva... But I thought later in the episode where it ends and she's like, oh, yeah, I have no powers anymore because of Callie. Right. I mean, maybe she... I, I'm very confused by the story, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little messy. Piper's powers also work in wonky-ass ways. Whatever, like, the script needs, basically. Right. Um, but it, she can freeze demons. Yes, yes. And Callie being a demon or, like, you know, dumb mirror bitch... She does freeze. Yes. And that allows Aviva's corporeal body to be removed from Kali's, like, spirit form, which then Piper eyeball moves her in front of a mirror because they have to, like, they have to crush her mirror image or whatever. I just really like the, um, like, the actress who plays Kali in her, like, human form just has to get, like, flung from one another to the other on <laughs> the other one. Yeah. Um, the eyeball flinging was kind of funny. Also, Prue's powers are hilarious. Like, oh, you just like oh, Prue's powers <laughs> your eyeballs. You like throw. Yeah, holes. she always be squinting. Yeah, she be squinting, and flick it. Yeah, squinting and like shifting, like shifty eye game. Yeah, so shifty those eyes. Yeah, exactly. Um, so basically, the demon is vanquished. Um, yeah, they kill Callie. Phoebe's like things will get better. Um, but don't tell anyone about us, okay? Um, which I guess Aviva agrees to, but I wouldn't trust her. Um, oh no, she like tried to kill you. Right? I feel like <laughs> remember like twenty minutes ago. I feel like they just need to vanquish her, even though she's you know a, just a kid. Like she did try yeah. to kill them. And like, if there is ever something that needs to be vanquished, it's. Fucking Aviva's eyebrow game. That oh has to be God, wiped off the yeah. face of the earth. Banish that to the pits of hell, please. Exactly. And also Aviva, just in general. She kind of sucks. Yes. So we finished this episode with um, Andy and Prue kind of ending on weird terms. And Andy's basically like, right. I just don't want to... I don't know if I want to do this with you anymore because... It's, it's always the same. Like, we can never, we can never, like, finish a date or just have a good time because you always run off. You never tell me and you don't trust me enough to tell me the truth, which is valid. Um, 100% valid. I would dump her so hard. Yeah, I probably would too. She eats microwave broccoli. I know. And her face is all slanty. <laughs> yeah, this is the... Uh, She's the patron saint of asymmetrical faces. 
And and Aviva's a patron saint of asymmetrical eyebrows. Asymmetrical eyebrows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're building a pantheon here. This uh, also in this scene, I was like, I felt bad for Andy, not because of what was happening with him and Prue. I mean, just his hairstyling choices. Because <laughs> um, having a whole spiky head was like very 90s, but it's like, oh, Andy Trudeau, I feel like you could actually be handsome if you didn't have this like really stupid hair. It's true. I'll have to look up Andy Trudeau and like formulate more of an opinion because maybe he looks like, you know, very handsome now or maybe decrepit because he's so old. But that's hard to say. Maybe he's dead. Maybe he's dead. You know, we'll get back to you on that. But, um, will we? No, we probably won't. But, um, with all that said, we've reached the end of the episode of Charmed. Um, I would say, you know, check us out on social media, but we don't have that. So, yeah, like we technically do, but we don't have access. Yeah, someone, I think someone hacked us because, um, we have a lot of like, docs, bro. Yeah. Because we have a lot of secrets and uh, powerful... Yeah. It was China or Russia. One of the Yeah, yeah. Two. They saw how dangerous our truths were to the stability of their, uh, their society. So they decided that they had to silence us to protect um, the social harmony of their... Yeah, listen. Um, <laughs> other people have called us revolutionaries, and we also call ourselves <laughs> We call so ourselves... That's, that's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mainly we call ourselves. No, they all call us that. Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's spoken in rooms. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, do check us out on Tyler Perry's social media. We won't be able to update it, at least not in the near term. But what you can do in the short term slash now term slash right uh-huh. now is rate and review this podcast because you have the power, um, Captain Planet style. And you have the power to give us five stars and a positive review because you have the power. And, like, why wouldn't you exert that power? You have such little power. I know. Do it for yourself. Like, take what little power you have left in this economy and really make a difference. In the lives of two, I'm not going to say orphans, but aren't we all orphans Uh, in the eyes of the universe? Yeah. In the eyeball verse, we're all just one eyeball. <laughs> we're two yeah. eyeballs, like, who have gone astray. Yeah, like, straight up cross-eyed <laughs> Anyways, with all that said and done, until next time. Stay outrageous. Stay outrageous. Oh, you got it. Bye. Bye.